Hello, my friends, again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. I'm so glad that you've joined us. We are excited about this continued study in the book of Ruth, and it has been so good. I know that we have gone a little longer than what we normally had intended for, uh, 10 minutes, uh, but we have been uh, you know, staying around that 10, 12-minute mark there, and sometimes we go a little over, we get a little excited about what the Bible's saying, and we're looking into the chapter 3. We have covered overall a work of grace in the life of Ruth. Then we saw what God was doing in the heart of Naomi, taking her from bitterness to blessedness and really seeing uh, the goodness of God. And now we're seeing something different as Naomi is a bit of a persistent person. She is seeing the greater picture at hand. She was probably familiarized with what was going on in the Jewish law and how things were to take place, whereas Ruth didn't know. And so this is a great way to understand there is some parallels in the Christian life that is uh, something for us to apply to our lives. And we know that not everything is written to us in the Bible, but there are things that are written aforetime for our learning for us. So uh, many of us, as we are studying the scripture, we can we can see the, the narrative story but also draw applications for our benefit. And so we're looking into the book of Ruth, chapter number three, verse number one. It says this, it says, Then Naomi, her mother-in-law, said unto her, speaking to Ruth, My daughter, shall I not seek rest for thee, that it may be well for thee? And now is not Boaz of our kindred, with whose maidens thou wast. Behold, he winnoweth barley tonight in the threshing floor. Wash thyself therefore, and anoint thee, and put thy raiment upon thee, and get thee down to the floor, but make not thyself known unto the man, until he shall have done eating and drinking. Now, we're probably going to get a little further than those verses there, but let's set the table for what's going on here. We see the, the, sage, the stage is being set for the redemption of Ruth and Naomi, it's being, uh, the, the, the ball is beginning to roll forward toward that, and we will see it coming. But there were customs and courtesies that sh- should be he- uh, adhered to. Along these very same lines, Naomi was sure to see something that Ruth did not see. She understood, like I previously said, the Israeli, or sorry, the, the, the law uh, to the Israelites. And Naomi was looking for Ruth to be taken care of. Look at verse number one. It says, Naomi said to her, my daughter, shall I not seek rest for thee? Or could we say it this way? Shall I not seek security for you? Shall I not seek for you to be taken care of? So with that in mind, Naomi uh, put together a plan. She knew uh, that Boaz was a kinsman or for lack of better terms, he was family. And we see that uh, there was a proper way to be able to present herself to him. 
She says in verse number two, and now is not Boaz our kindred, so he's family. And then it says this in verse uh, later on in verse number two, he went with barley tonight in the threshing floor. Now, one of the things that we should be made aware of is that the threshing floor was a, a flat area that was uh, kind of lifted up above everything else. And generally speaking, there was one in a city and, uh, you know, people would use it at different times. And so Naomi realized that tonight or this particular night was the night that Boaz was going to be using the threshing floor, threshing his wheat. And he was not only going to be there, but he was not going to be there that day and go home, but rather he would be there threshing his wheat and then he would stay overnight there so that the wheat would stay safe. So she devises a plan. Verse number three, wash thyself therefore and anoint thee and put thy raiment upon thee and get thee down to the floor, but make not thyself known unto him. I, I want you to stay concealed. Don't reveal yourself yet to him. Let him eat. Let him go to sleep. And verse number four, it says, and it shall be when he lieth down. That's what I was referring to when he goes to sleep. That thou shalt mark the place where he shall lie and shall go in and uncover his feet and lay down there. And he will tell thee what thou shalt do. And she said unto her, all that thou sayest unto me, I will do. Verse number four, I want to be abundantly clear here. This was not uh, a, a improper thing. This was not a immoral thing. This was not opening the door for um, immorality, but rather this was a place to where she would present herself to him in a proper way, but also in a private setting that would give him the opportunity to decline without embarrassing him or her. And so we, we see that there are parallels here with her, her basically bathing, anointing herself. There are some parallels there we won't get into, but anointing herself and, and perfuming herself, making herself presentable, putting on her raiment, which is obviously putting on nice clothes, uh, get dolled up, if you will, and get thee down to the floor. But hold off on revealing yourself. Let him, let him go to sleep. And then go in and present yourself to him, uncover his feet. Now, this was a, per se, uh, a custom and courtesy at the time. And this would open the door for her to be accepted or not. So we, we do see that there would be a, a, a opportunity to... It says here, and lay thee down, and he will tell thee what thou shalt do. This was the time to whether Boaz would either accept her or say, you know what, I'm not going to redeem you. Like the prodigal son, Wearsby states, lost sinners can come to the Lord just as they are. I wonder how many of us come to the Lord, we try to clean ourselves up, we try to, you know, I, I've heard this as we've been out door knocking and sharing the gospel that people say, oh, I, I, need, to, I, need, to, I need to get rid of the, the drugs, I need to get rid of the alcohol, I need to do this so that I can be 
presentable to God. One pastor put it to me this way. He says, God is like uh, the ultimate fisherman. Uh, he catches them and then he cleans them. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I look at when people say things like, well, I got to get my life together. Well, God will do the work in your life. And just as Ruth was presenting herself to Boaz, Boaz being a picture of Christ, so can we present ourselves to Christ and allow him to do a work in us. I love John 6, verse 37. All that the Father hath given me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. Could I tell you, my friend, that maybe you're sitting here and you're, you're doubting whether you know Christ is your Savior. Can you go to Jesus Christ today? Can you uh, trust in him fully? If you'd like more information on that, you can go to thedailydig.org and there's uh, episodes there, but also you can navigate the website and there is a, a tab that says Real Hope. It'll tell you how you can know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Verse number five says, And she said unto her, All that thou sayest unto me, I will do. While Jesus is giving us that picture or, or, or telling us that all that come to him, he, he will in no wise cast out. He's not, gonna, he's not just going to get rid of you. But you know, in the New Testament, it says this. It says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Ruth here was being abundantly clear with Naomi. Whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to do. James says it this way. And be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. It comes down to our obedience. There are going to be things in our life where we need to get rid of. There are sins in our life. There are things in our life where we need to put off. We need to put off the works of darkness. We need to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to make sure that as we are walking with the Lord, that we are drawing closer to the, the image of, of Christ. We are living with Christ-likeness. My friend, as we are looking into this story and we are seeing the parallels to the gospel, could we also say that whatever God tells us to do, we will do? Much of us are like Ruth. We have come to Christ in, in ignorance. We didn't know everything that there is to know, but when the Bible clearly tells us to do something, we should just do it. I love that phrase, all that thou sayest unto me, verse number five, I will do. Could we say that to Jesus Christ? Whatever God tells us to do, we will do. May we take that charge today. Be blessed indeed in our obedience. We're praying for you and we're thankful for you. God bless. I hope you were encouraged by the Word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's Word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.